105. Eric just reminded me before that was supposed to be said. Thank you, Eric. Hi. I don't know why it feels like 106, but but we can't get too far ahead of ourselves, Tyler. Especially not this one. If you ever wanted to skip an episode, definitely, definitely not this one. Um, Tyler, do you know who we have on with us right now? No. Can I have a guess? Do you realize we're in the presence of greatness, Tyler? Oh, are we? Other than than talking to yourself? Yeah, yeah. When I'm not looking at myself in the mirror and talking to myself in the mirror, I'm waiting to talk to this person. I can't believe we got her back on. I can't believe it, but it's true, Tyler. It's true. Rachel Midori is here with us. Rachel, what's going on? I was holding back my laughter, uh, (laughs) (laughs) really gassing me up there. Uh, Hey, Tyler. Hey, Eric. Uh, hey. glad, to be, glad to be back. I'm glad to be here. I love chatting with you guys. We, it's been a while. Sh- Thank you for coming back. Seriously. Yeah, it's been a while. How long has it been? Uh, it's been too long. Uh, it's weeks. been way too long. Yeah, we talked about you recently. We're like, dude, we haven't had her on forever. It's been way too long. And um, yeah. I mean, thank yeah. you for making it happen for us. Oh, for sure. I'm excited. I, I hear there's a, there's a lot to be talked about. There is a lot. Um, it's completely my fault. When Rachel said yes, I, uh-huh. I kind of freaked out. And I was like, wait, wait, we have her on. What topic are we going to do? And then I just decided we're going to do all topics. So everything is going to come up right now. Yeah, every question. That's cool. I like that. That's right. You know, I like my whole shtick is being like a, an open book and really unabashedly. So let's <laughs> fucking do this, bros. Don't get us that. canceled. Oh, no, I won't. It's okay. <laughs> don't do so, anything stupid don't get canceled we I'm promise watching you. i'm watching we pro- you too we promise we promise but but on on that note um i don't think we did this with you before but we have a game that we play whenever we whenever we have guests on um tyler's very good at this so i'm gonna give you you know just a little bit of a warning tyler's very good at this okay but the game we play is called blank or porno title okay so, what that is is basically we've had um, Goosebumps or porno title. We've had Lifetime movies or porno title. Ben and Jerry's ice cream or porno title. Um, the recent favorite is nail polish or porno title. I saw that. The hardest. It's so hard. It's it's crazy. But today, just for the that's two the of you, yeah, it's so hard. Goosebumps <laughs> or porno title? That one. That's that one is intriguing me. You, you'd be shocked. Um, yeah, the one I remember be. is Lost in the Stink Eye Swamp. Oh, Jesus. You know, you never, they are always weird. You know, they're never good. I was in one called Ole for Anal, and it was shot in Mexico. You know, they're not very tactful with their titles. Yeah. <laughs> and that so, was for the Goosebumps TV show? No, that was, <laughs> yeah. It was Goosebumps. It was terrifying. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> So the one I have today, and this is a brand new one, Rachel. I had to I had to do homework for this. This was just because I knew you were coming on. I had to get something special. Tyler, Rachel, That's right. country music song or porno? Ah, uh, fuck. I, I love country music. So, that's, okay, so that's, you... That's a hot take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow, I, good one. Tyler, if yeah. you thought nail polish was, was difficult, just get ready. Are you guys both ready for this? Yeah, I, I okay, let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Let's do it. So everyone playing at home, what's going to happen is I'm going to say a title. I'm going to read a title out and they're going to say if it's a country music song or a porno title, let's see who gets the most points, best out of 7. Country or music? 
Here we go. Uh, country music or porno? Here we go. How do we do? We like ding in. What's the? Do we have? Do we just yell it out? <laughs> you're, you're, you're gonna give your answer first, and then I'm following you. Yeah. Okay. All right. The first one. How much more can she stand? <laughs> it's country nice. title. That's a country title. Okay, Tyler. I love how confident she is. I'll go with her. All right. You both have one point. Yes. A dirty Western. Country title. What was it again? A dirty Western. Oh, fuck. Uh, I don't know. Country song. A dirty Western is a porno. Fuck. Uh, You see? You see? I did a porno Um, in the westerns once in the desert. Yeah, it was really horrible. In the desert? In the the desert. It was like, it was horrible. I got so sunburned. Anyway, next one. (laughs) They didn't provide you with sunblock? No, like they had like someone followed me around with an umbrella. It was really cute, but it was the fucking desert, bro. It was really crazy. It was fun though. Yeah. Nice. Um, Next up. I can't believe she gives it all to me. Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm just gonna say country song. Yeah, it's gotta be a country song. There's no way they named a porno that. That's so we'll emotional. We'll they see. Named a dirty western a porno apparently. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go like porn. Something. All right, the game is now two to one, Rachel. Mm. Um, something strange got into her last night. Oh my god, I know that song. Country song, country song. <laughs> wow. All right, let's go with country song. The game is now 3-2, Rachel. The uh, Farmer's Daughter. Oh, dude, come on, man. Uh, that's, that's... That... It's gotta be fucking... It's gotta be both, but I'm not gonna say both. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. That happens every time. The Farmer's Daughter. Porno. Porno. Okay, Tyler? Yeah, dude, I'm going to say this was a porno made in the silent film era. Has to be. <laughs> it's now four to three. Yes. Um, the Farmer's Daughter is a porno. Uh, a Fistful of 44s. Country song. I don't even know what 44 means. Yeah, country song. 44s are, are guns, I think. Uh, a fistful of 44s is a porno. Oh, God, that would be so hot. Okay, damn. The final one I have, country music song or porno title, I Vibrate. <sighs> country song. Country song, Tyler? Porno. Rachel, it's five to three. You just won the game. Yes. <laughs> Tyler, give her your crown, man. Just give her the crown. Give me All the right, crown. I'll Venmo it to you. We have to get you back on. Uh, you have to defend your title now. I mean, that's a big deal. Five to three. This was this was close. This was close. Uh, I, I told you guys, this was a lot harder than than people think. It this is. is it's so really... generic. It's yeah. It's but just... uh, 
that that's our that's our fun uh icebreaker game i mean but we already know you and we're already all best friends so we didn't even need to do that but it was just fun to see and especially since you won of but of course uh, i won <laughs> we have a million questions to ask you the first thing is as soon as we hung up with you last time i can't believe we had a freaking master sommelier on here and i forgot to ask the one question i was thinking about the entire time okay after you open a bottle of wine uh-huh. How are you supposed to store it? How do you close it? How do you keep a bottle of wine after it's been opened? Okay, just to clarify, I'm a certified sommelier, not a master sommelier. I don't have a diploma. So if there's oh, any master sommeliers listening, uh, don't hurt me. <laughs> um, I am a certified sommelier. Uh, but um, when you open it, you want to store it on its side. like So you can buy these air pumps. Um like these air pumps that they're like little plastic corks. You put them on the bottle and then you pump the air out and then store it on its side at like, I don't know, 71 degrees. I don't know. I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. I'm high. Um, So store it on its side and pump the air out. Ideally, if you have access to that equipment, if you don't put the cork back in it and just make sure you store it on its side, storing it on its side is important. Like just don't put it on your counter, you know? How is it supposed to be stored on the side? Do you want it to touch the cork or what's the reason for that? Yeah, it should be touching the cork or else the cork will dry out. And if the cork dries out, you're going to get more oxygen in the bottle. The wine's just going to go bad. So you want to store it on its side. So just invest in like some cheap Ikea wine stand holder. Okay. And then never in the refrigerator, right? I don't know, man. It, like you can put them in the refrigerator. It's not going to do anything. It's just the reds are going to not taste like they're supposed to. The whites are just going to be a little sharper. I mean, I personally like my shit cold. I just put it either in the fridge on its side or like if I had a cellar, I would. <laughs> got it. Got it. I'm so glad I asked that question. I was like, let me put that first because I don't want to miss that again. Um, Eric, when was the last time you had a glass of wine? Yeah, that's what I was, I was like. That's a burning. That's a like a really specific burning question. I, I actually drink a lot of wine. It's it's ridiculous, especially because I live next to Trader Joe's and it's cheap. So I'm just oh, like, no. All right, let's fucking try it. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> yeah, they have like good shit, man. It's like five bucks. You can really go to town over there with a 20. It's crazy. Ugh, I really haven't been drinking. I miss it so fucking much, bro. But if I live next to a Trader Joe's, that wine would be gone in an instant. Uh, do they have Trader Joe's in, in New York and New Jersey? Do they have it yeah. over there? Yeah, not Jersey, but they have them in the city. Okay. Um, what's new in the world of Rachel Midori? What's going on with you? What's What's new and exciting? Bro, how long ago did we talk before it's the been, pandemic? Yeah, um, kind of. In, yeah, kind of in the beginning of it. The beginning of it. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. I got. Did we talk about that? I got divorced. Do we? Did, do we know that yet? Yes. Okay, so I got divorced and I got sober and. Well, you're Cali's, planning. Cali's you're planning to move to Spain. I'm going to Spain in January. I am waiting on my visa. Um, I'm staying in Jersey until then. And it's actually very nice. There's so many trees. It's amazing. Um, Yeah. I mean, my dad's house is like in the middle of the woods. So it's pretty dope. Except my dog ran away the other day in the middle of the night. In the rain, in the dark at like one. Did you just make fun of how I said dog? You did. Didn't you? Oh my god. Okay. What? <laughs> um, and he ran away in the rain. So it's kind of shitty because my city uh children don't know how to deal with the animals out here. 
But besides that, um, it's <laughs> you just cool. call them your city children. Yeah, my children from the city. Yes, mm. <laughs> I adopted okay, one in LA and one in New York. They're very, you know, worldly children, fur children. Yeah. Sophisticated. <laughs> Sophisticated. Yeah, correct. Tyler, it's pouring rain. It's nighttime. She lives in a place with bears, and her dog just takes off into the woods. Yeah, and it's and bears. She, she just chases the dog out, dude, into the woods, bear-infested woods, man. I put my Crocs on sport mode. <laughs> oh, with the backup? I had my PJs on, backup on the Crocs. It was great. You know, I was freaking out. That's did you, I, did you go out with a gun? No, I was going to go back in and grab the 357, but then I just ran back out because I thought there wasn't enough time because I had to catch him. And by the time I loaded it and got back out, I could have lost. He's black and tiny. He's like, he's half chihuahua, so he's really small. So I ran out and I called for my dad um, and I told him I was going. And then I went and I ran through and I couldn't find him. He kept barking, kept barking. And then I couldn't hear him barking anymore. So I ran down like the side of the hill to the river. And then I ran along the river and then I ran along where the houses are and I couldn't find him. And then I ran all the way back up to my house. And then my dad told me to get inside and I said no. And I was just crying and running. And I ran to a thorn bush and then I ran back down the hill to the river again. And I like turned around and went back towards my neighbors, just going in circles, like shout. I was so hoarse. I was shouting his name all like for half an hour. I was so hoarse because I was hoping if he heard me or like if he was hurt, he could like bark. And I'm screaming and like this light turns on and my like one of the people who lives there comes out and goes I saw a dog and I'm like where and I would turn around and this motherfucker is literally sitting right next to me shaking like all wet and cold. oh my god no fuck that bitch I like put him in like that like military dog hold like over my shoulder like two legs in one arm and two legs in the other arm like over my yeah. head like on my yeah. neck I was like, I, and I was like, and it was, dude, I was tired. I just worked a shift. Like I was in my PJs, fully showered, oiled, like hair in a, like up. Oh my God. And I put him over and I walked and I was like, I can't make it back up this hill again. Cause I'd already run back up and down it twice already. And I imagined I was wounded in combat and I had to get <laughs> uh, Sasha home before I collapsed and died. So I made it and then fuck that bitch. I was so mad at him. I gave him the silent treatment for like five minutes. For, <laughs> for five minutes. That's yeah. a big deal. For pet owners, we all know five minutes silent treatment is a big deal, especially when they were about to disappear from your life forever. Yeah, no, they're amazing. I thought I thought he was dead. I thought he was fucking dead. I thought he ran into the river and drowned and I was like about to like start swimming. It was so crazy, but I got Oh him. my god. He's here. I hate him, but now he gets a leash all the time no matter what when he goes out to go to the bathroom, leash. He's not allowed yeah. to be anywhere where he can get away cuz I am not a dog trainer. I just got a puppy in Los Angeles when I was in my early 20s. Oh my god! I'm doing the best I can. Are you prepared to do this whole dance again when you get to Spain? <laughs> Fuck. Nah, <laughs> exactly. He's fine. Like he's fine in the city. He knows how to behave. Like I let him off the leash, you know, in Brooklyn, and we walk around just fine. It's when he sees a goddamn squirrel because of his DNA. Yeah. He can't control his little fucking brain. Doesn't care about <laughs> pigeons or anything, but he sees a squirrel or a cat, God forbid a cat, I'll never oh, see him again. It. That's it. 
That's it. But Gara, he doesn't, you know, the other one, he, the old senior man who just lost his eye, by the way, Gara lost his eyeball. How did, how did wow. that happen? What happened? I don't know. He, the doctor said he must've poked it on something or ran into something. Oh no. It just exploded in his skull. It was horrifying. Poor yeah. guy. Yeah, I thought it was like pus coming out of his eye, and I was like trying to wipe it, and he's crying, and I'm crying because when he cries, I cry, you know, when you have oh, a yeah. vet. And then like I was why I was like, we need to go, like we need to go to the vet. I made a vet appointment, and then the next day I was trying to wipe it away, and then it started bleeding, and I was like, nope, we're going now. So it was like six in the morning, and I just waited until the vet opened, opened the driveway, eight a.m. I'm like, well, you need to see him right now. There's blood like coming out of his eye. Turns out the stuff that I was wiping away from his eye was his inner eyeball that had exploded that i didn't know so he had a hole in his eye that that juicy stuff was coming out of and i was just casually wiping it off his face it's still gross when i think about it now and then they put him in surgery and they had to take his eye out so now he looks like a pirate you know he's still adorable though i saw pictures and he's honestly he's cuter yeah it's it's sad but he's he's adorable he's adorable yeah, yeah, this is this was a glow up, I think. <laughs> he bounced back so quick. It just reminds me how precious dogs are, especially to like people who have them, you know, like they're precious in general. But just as someone who has, you know, two little boys, it's really it's just a real reminder. Like, look, he got his fucking eye taken away three weeks ago and he's fine. He's like watching bones over here on the TV. Yeah, you see. Yeah. Um. So, like I said, there's going to be all kinds of questions here just because I, I I'm excited that you're on with us. So I just want to throw everything I have at you. Okay. Um, so these questions are going to be all over the place again, just for everyone listening. I will um, try you, to answer concisely. <laughs> I believe in you. Okay. Um, you wear so many different hats. Uh, what do you put after your name? So you you're Rachel M and then Somalia and then mental health advocate. And then what else is there? What, what else do you put when you talk about yourself? Um, you know, I struggle with this a lot because I always want to change my Instagram bio and that's like your Instagram bio is like, you know, everybody thinks about their Instagram. I mean, I hope so or else I'm just crazy, but I'm like, damn, how do I fit who I am into 150 characters? And, um, when I think about it, sommelier, I think is the first one I always, you know, go with, like you said, because I'm so proud of that. Uh, yeah. That was a really difficult thing to achieve and to maintain as a career. Um, so that, of course, in mental health, obviously, we all know that, you know. Um, and then I do always like to mention that I'm a psychedelic medicine advocate because that ties so deeply with mental health advocacy that, you know, I don't like to separate the two. So that's kind of an always and together, you know, mental health advocacy and psychedelic medicine uh, advocacy uh, because those are both really important. Um, and then I mean, if I, I don't put this on my Instagram cause I'm not a loser, but I'll be like traveler, influencer, blogger, you know, like I do all those things. Um, but like I said, I'm not going to put that in my bio. All right. Um, how do people who know you the best describe you? Oh God. I think my therapist knows me the best. Take me <laughs> Josh. <laughs> Um, he knows me the best out of it. I was going to say my little sister, um, but I think she probably knows me the second best. Josh knows me the best. Uh, Josh would say that I'm very headstrong and I like to protect the weak and, uh, people who are disadvantaged 
this happened uh, because I tried to fight someone who was being mean to my little sibling when they were at work as a host at a restaurant, um, which is stupid. And you know how much I hate mean people at restaurants. So I blocked his car in the parking lot and I got out and I made him apologize to her, to them. Uh, Sorry. So uh, he says that I like to protect weaker people. And then he says I have a people pleasing problem. So that's true. Um, and this is all pretty, I'm pretty open about all of this, like when I'm with my friends. So they're all pretty aware of like who I am. I like to please people and I like to have a good time and I like to be like the clown of the room and always happy. And then sometimes randomly I'll just disappear for a while while I'm depressed. And then that's kind of who I am. That's, that's exactly how I would have described you too. If someone would ask me about you, I would have been like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yep. I'm here and then I'm there. I'm kind of back and forth between it sometimes, you know? That actually leads perfect into the next question. How do you unplug when you get overwhelmed? <laughs> and when it's not disappearing? Like, when really, like, how do you just unplug if, if the whole world is against you? Like, what do you do? Oh, bro. Okay, here's the fucking perfect recipe. I figured it out, actually, recently. Um, I used to not be a morning person, and... um I haven't, I made a decision with my therapist to have a healthy relationship with alcohol. And for me, that is not drinking. So for the past few months, I haven't really been drinking. I'll have one here or there, you know, something special, you know, someone pulled out a $3,000 bottle at work. I was like, there's no fucking way I'm not having, a bottle of this. <laughs> you know, I haven't been drinking. And for me, that's crazy. I used to drink every other day, you know, scotch when I get home from work, you know, a few bottles of wine over the weekend and I actually haven't been. So I didn't used to be a morning person. Now I am a morning person and I found the perfect kind of combination to make you feel like you're truly at peace and on heaven on earth. And it's a cool, a cool morning. I'm sorry if you live somewhere hot, maybe like have like a patio. I don't know with a fan. That would be nice. A cool morning with a marble red cigarette i don't give a fuck if you don't smoke listen to what i'm saying english breakfast tea with agave a splash of uh half and half and you just sit down and that's literally that will cure everything in your whole entire life no me oh and sorry i forgot the music specifically you should be stronger by amy winehouse radio on spotify i swear to god it will fix any problem that's how you unplug you just sit there, smoke the marble, red or don't. But that's the perfect uh, combination for unplugging and ha- pure happiness. What kind of tea did you say? English breakfast. English breakfast. Okay. He's taking I'm notes. Remember this. I know. Are you writing this down? Remember, <laughs> it, has to be, it has to be the Stronger Than Me song from the Amy album in her discography. Amy album, Stronger Than Me. It's the second track, I believe. It has to be that specific Spotify radio on shuffle. Jesus. That, with that cup of tea and that Marlboro Red. Oh, a little cool morning. There you go. Unreal. Right, well, I'll let you know if it worked. That's how, that's, <laughs> that's, that's how I unplug. We need mm. to get you a pack of smokes, Tyler. Yeah. I, I, I don't have, have to smoke it. Yeah. Just have to hold it's, it. Yeah. <laughs> Just give it a little whiff. It helps out. It's just wild. Ugh. So every, every is... morning I do that. Every single morning in my PJs. Hell yeah. 
Um, this is something that I actually brought up to you on the last episode, and we didn't have a chance to dwell on it because I said it to you at the very end, but it's something I said um, in a recent episode, and I think you were probably the most in tune with yourself person that I've ever met. That's unfortunate. It's no, it's crazy. I, I know you don't, I know you're discounting it because it's you, so you don't see it. But from the side, I'm telling you, like, you're probably more in tune with yourself than I, anyone I've ever, ever met in my life. I mean, so I, I just wanted to ask you. That. I, and I'm not even saying it as a compliment. I'm just that's just who you are. Like, no, you know, for that, real. But I appreciate you pointing out how awesome I am. Like, not you know, that's just I do appreciate that. I don't get that a lot, and I don't really know how to take compliments. I don't really think anybody knows how to take compliments, but I do appreciate it. You know, that someone would recognize that they think they're that I'm in tune with myself. That's pretty I, dope. I've I've always seen you like that. I've seen just like you said, you you get uh, upset and you disappear for a while, or you know exactly how to make your your day start off right. And many people, myself included, don't know how to do that. So I just wanted to ask, how do you become so plugged in with your feelings, and is that something anyone can do? Bro, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. My mind is chaos. I, it is. I guess chaos. you. I guess you play it well. I'm telling you. I don't know. Like, I mean, habits, I guess I have started for me. I'm telling you, man, when I stopped drinking, my whole my whole life changed. I don't want to sound like one of those people. I've been in those meetings. I'm not one of those people. You know, I was just on this podcast called Generation Dry. You know, shout out to those ladies for having such an amazing, amazing, intelligent, fun and new conversation about kind of sober-ish and sober curious and now that we're kind of not surrounded by alcohol my life has changed drastically now that I've become you know Cali sober sober-ish you know because I will still have a drink here and there um but it's been really really wild and my life has just changed I got new habits you know waking up in the morning wasn't a habit for me you know it's a little different because I don't have as stressful of a job which makes a huge impact but I you know just uh, got a new job since I've moved to New Jersey. And now I do know I'm about to be under a lot of pressure for the next four months, you know, trying to get this visa, getting enrolled for school, making sure my flat is settled in Barcelona. You know, I'm about to be under a lot of pressure. So what looks like I have my shit together, maybe in the short term, eventually blows up and then I disappear, right? You guys only see when my shit's together. When my shit's not together, it's either, you know, life or death or you know i've got to clean my apartment for two weeks because i haven't moved in a month you know so it's kind of like i'm very neat when i'm neat but when i'm not neat i could die it's kind of a weird (laughs) it's a weird way to live it's really back and forth it used to be nauseating to me but now i kind of just try to there's only really i can only go through it there's no other way I'm saying that now that, you know, I'm happy and I just had therapy earlier and I'm stoned and I'm talking to two really awesome dudes. But, you know, talk to me in six (laughs) months when uh, or talk to me when Christmas rolls around. Yeah, we'll see how I feel then. Uh, Okay. Yeah, right. We'll have you back on at Christmas. We'll do the Christmas. Oh, I don't. I will. (laughs) I I am non reachable between uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. I do not even exist during those like see like those seasons. Is it, is it a good time or a bad time or what is oh, it? Definitely a bad time. I go, I, I just, well, I don't celebrate Christmas. I don't celebrate Thanksgiving, you know, but it's just like, you know how Christmas is like just such a family orientated holiday. 
Yeah. I'm, yeah. That's not my thing. That's not my, that's not my past. That's not my truth. That's not my journey, whatever the fuck you want to say, you know? Uh, so I don't, I don't like it. It's a little, you know, it's kind of like, I don't have a lot of friends. Right. And when I pass a group of girls having brunch in the West village at a table, I get a little jealous and it stings a little bit, you know, and Christmas, it's kind of like that, but worse. Cause my grandpa was a creep, you know? So it's kind of like not a good time. Got it. Got gotcha. it. Do you want to go caroling with me and your uncle Tyler? I can't sing, but I'm really good at <laughs> memorizing. Right in, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not. I can't sing, but I'm really good at memorizing rap lyrics. I, I know it's weird, man. It's freaking. You don't miss a word. It's crazy. Anyone that, that isn't already following Rachel Midori on Instagram, like first of all, shame on you. Second of all, you need to see a story that she does where she just like like goes with a rap song. She doesn't fucking miss one, man. It's insane. I don't know. That's just hidden yeah, party talents, I guess. It is hidden party talents. I don't know. I just, I just love it. I think it. Well, it's also it's my favorite genre of music. Not like just rap, like freestyle rap and bap, uh, rap battles are specifically my favorite genre of music. But rap in general is just such. It, it's poetry, and I'm a poet, and I'm a writer, and I think I'm just obsessed with it. And when I hear it, I just really, I just like knowing that I can, you know, kind of feel what they're feeling just for the moment or catch whatever vibe they're on is at least what I'm trying to do. And usually I can catch it and it feels, it feels pretty good. And you can actually like really appreciate what they're saying. It's not just about the beat. Like you really get into what their story of that track is. It's pretty dope. Give us something right now. No, don't put me on the spot like that. (laughs) Don't put me on the spot like that. Come on. Hit her with the sick beat, Tyler. (laughs) Um, Oh, if we had the technology, you'd be getting a sick beat. Oh, thank God. You don't know how to drop a sick beat. (laughs) I'm so... I can't believe that's a real sentence, but I'm so happy you cannot drop a sick beat right now. That's going to be the name of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So again, like like I said, this is going to sound weird to people because my questions are all over the place. And it's because I just, every time I thought of you and something, I had to write it down. So do you speak any other languages? I don't. So I don't speak. No, I don't speak any other languages. I speak English. I know some Polish and some Ukrainian because I grew up with a Polish and Ukrainian household. And my dad's first language is Ukrainian. Um so, but no, fluently, I only speak English, which is why I'm going to Barcelona is I'm going to go to school full time to learn Spanish. I'm enrolled in a formal Spanish school in the city and I'm going to go learn Spanish in Barcelona because fuck it. Are, are you doing any like apps or anything like Duolingo or like any apps to help you with like Spanish a little bit before no, you get there? You're going blind? I, I work at the restaurant industry. I have a little bit of Spanish up my sleeve. It's not like totally terrible. And like I've also most of my studies have been in South America. So like most of my time is spent in Peru or spent in Bolivia. And I'm um, also working for a Peruvian owned company for a while. Um, it's Spanish is not new to me, but I do have a book here that I'm looking at called Complete Spanish Step by Step that I paid money for real people money, real adult money at Barnes and Noble three weeks ago, <laughs> and I have not fucking touched it. Oh, it's a nice Sounds place right. to sit down a coffee. You see, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. 
But, I, I'd say come through it a little bit before you go, because I'll, I'll tell you the Spanish that, that we know here, it's not the Spanish over there. It's They speak very, very, they speak in handwriting Spanish over there. The, oh, so Spain. I'm going to know the sexy Spanish if I ever come back to the States, which I don't yeah. plan on doing. But if I do, oh, I'm going to know the sexy Spanish. I'm going to get all the ladies. This is going to be yeah. amazing. You will. You will get ready to start speaking with a, a little lisp. Like, you oh. know, they, they throw it in there. That's right. Yeah. That's good. I already, talk, I already talk funny, so I don't give a shit. I'm gonna, it's going to be even funnier now. It's going to be interesting hearing New York and Spain accents together. Next time we have you on, which hopefully it's before you, you take this trip, you know, but next time we have you on, it's it's going to be interesting to hear how, how, how it is. Um, when you really want to spoil yourself, what do you do? Oh, shit. I go to the spa. I go to the fucking spa, man. I love the spa. I know that's such like a generic response, but I'm telling you. <laughs> There was this 24-hour spa that I would go to when I got out of work from when I was bartending. I would bartend until like 3, 4 in the morning in New York, in Brooklyn. And I would Uber over to this 24-hour spa. It's like 4 in the morning. And I would just lay in the pools and the jacuzzis and the salt beds and the sauna. I get a massage. It's fucking 5, 6, 7 in the morning. I come home. My my ex-husband's going to work. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I was at the spa. I'm telling you, I will drop anything to go to the spa. The second I get a paycheck, like if I'm not paying for other shit and I'm, like you said, want to spoil myself, spa day immediately, hands down, all of it. Massage, hair, nails, face, toes, body. That's, it's just, it's the fucking best. If you guys haven't done a full spa day yet, you're, you got to do one. So Never Tyler doesn't like being touched. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Okay, then I usually, yeah. if, if I don't like being touched, then I would probably buy myself either a new outfit or I would take myself to a concert. Okay. That's good. Mm. Um, what are you Eric most doesn't like new outfits? Yeah. <laughs> Tyler doesn't like loud music. Um, <laughs> Is he being facetious? Do you not like new outfits, Tyler? I, we need to go no, shopping. I <laughs> right. you- I need someone to take me shopping. Oh, okay. Let's go shopping. We'll take a look at your wardrobe and then we'll go shopping. She'll she'll Perfect. fix you up right, Ben. Perfect. Um, what are you most looking forward to in the next five years? You have so many big moves and so many big things planned. I mean, what is what is the next five years in Rachel World look like? Um, not to be homeless. So (laughs) that's like, that's where I'm at is not to be homeless. So I actually, I was homeless for, um, a month in July, not counting like my previous time when I was a drug addict, that doesn't count. I was homeless because of the rent increases in New York city. I had to leave my apartment within 48 hours. I had to throw my whole life away. So my 48 hours. Yes, it, they, you know, swore they had emailed me. I didn't get the email. And then 4th of July weekends, here I am throwing all my whole life away. My dream apartment, a duplex in Brooklyn, throwing my whole life away and getting what I can fit into like six garbage bags and some Trader Joe's tote bags, Trader Joe's in the city. And I get everything I can belong in those bags and I have to leave and I move back in with my dad. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? My life was just amazing. Um So I actually realized that I shouldn't really wait to do things anymore, right? Spain was like a five-year plan, for example. And I've always had a plan. It's always been you do this, then you get this. You know, you become a captain, you become an expediter, you become a 
sommelier, assistant sommelier, you become a sommelier. You work at this restaurant, you work at a better restaurant. Like I always have felt like I'm like stepping up and up and up. And I'm like, what the fuck is the point of any of this? Honestly, if I'm not having a good time and if at the drop of a hat, I can have to throw my entire life away and have nowhere to live, you know? So I don't have a five-year plan for the first time in my life. That's why I'm deciding to go to Spain with probably not enough money. Like, I'm just going to do it and see what happens. And I believe it's going to work out. And I'm not illogical, obviously. My flat is paid for for the whole stay. Like, I have worked for this. I've saved for this. But besides that, like, yeah, I'm going to probably be eating ramen for seven months while I study this. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll be with my dogs. They're coming with me. I'm going to be living in a new city, learning a new language, making new friends, new connections. Yeah. You know, I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't have a five-year plan. I'm just going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And that's why YOLO. you're my hero. Yeah, YOLO. <laughs> exactly, um, like like little baby said. So so we have we have listeners from all over the world. And this is something, if you don't mind, if I can get a little bit personal with you. Yeah. How much was your rent in New York? And how much did it, how much did they um, increase it to? Just because people want to know like what the crazy prices are in New York. My rent was uh 1750 and they raised it to 2100. And 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 how big was your if you don't mind if you don't mind how, how big was your spot? It was a one bedroom duplex. So you had the living room, kitchen downstairs, bedroom upstairs and then a roof. That's fucking awesome, man. I had a steal. Like in New York that's not normal. Like in Yeah, New no York- it's not. In New York, you're normally paying seventeen fifty for a tiny ass studio. Like I used to pay a thousand dollars to re- live with seven other people. So what I had Jesus. was a, st- was a steal. So losing it was kind of a heartbreak. It still kind of kind of burns a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. You're 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 not helping me prove my point. I thought you were gonna say something crazy, but but it that is the reality though, right? Like easily oh, no, in New York, you can four thousand dollars for a one bedroom. That's normal. yeah, yeah, five hundred square feet, right? Like it's yeah, tiny. Um, so what's the last book you read? The last book I read, um, I do know the name of it. Let me just make sure I don't fuck it up, fuck up the author's names. Could have been the one you stared at every day. (laughs) No, I know it's word slut, but I don't want to fuck up Morel's last name. So I'm going to make sure I pronounce it properly. I want to make sure I say it properly. Yeah. So I've been reading Word Slut um, by Amanda Montel. Word Uh, Slut by Amanda Montel. Yeah. So um, essentially it's discussing, it's discussing like words and how under the patriarchy words have changed um, into a more bastardized and like, insults towards women and also making fun of the way we talk like the reason women say like a lot and guys tend to make fun of that like why do girls always say like and like and uh and like have these word fillers um and we do get made fun of for that that's a that's a common thing for women to get made fun of is actually because we're so used to being spoken over that we have to remind every moment that we are still speaking and that's a speech pattern that linguists have studied for decades hundreds of years um 
which is really fascinating different words like the word bitch not really originating where it's supposed to come from like a whole bunch of different things um and also how it hurts men as well like words like the word pussy is used to be derogatory towards men but it's also being derogatory towards women considering that they're weaker so it just hurts men and women like the patriarchy does so that's what the book is discussing and when i called the barnes and noble lady in this small town Barnes and Noble, if she had the book Word Slut, she gasped at me and was like, excuse me, ma'am? <laughs> ma and I was like, Word Slut by Amanda Montel. It's a feminism. And she cut me off and goes, no, I would check. And I'm like, okay. And she checked Jeez. and she came back and she's like, we don't have it. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a little Christian town you're in or what's happening? Uh, so where my dad lives is a small more conservative town in new north new jersey it's like woodsy it's not totally small like there's a mall and a movie theater and like it's not like oh well, maybe the mall is out of this out of the town but it's, yeah it's a small town it's a small rural there's cornfields i guess i could say uh, that. there's cornfields you feel me yeah 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 there's it's definitely a vibe thing. to that. They don't have word slut in the in the book. Thing. It's not my thing, but I, I there's still a little part of me that enjoys it because I I did go to high school here, so obviously those are some interesting years of your lives that you don't really forget. So I do kind of enjoy being back for the moment, but I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So next stop is 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 Spain, right? You're going from that spot to Spain. Yep, from my dad's place onto a plane with my two babies and one suitcase and going to start the fuck over on a new continent. I don't know how you're doing it. I don't fucking know either, bro. I have a negative account balance on my bank account right now and I'm still going to Spain in January. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going. That's People call it manifesting and I was like, no, I honestly just think like I really do. There's some parts, right? I put my mind to it. But also, like, I get knocked down so many fucking times that it's like, it's like the same thing. You only see, you only see good shit. Like, you don't see the failed shit and the bad shit. You know, it's only like, oh, good, 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 good. Like, this is, you know, it's hard, man. For me, like, it's hard to just, like, wake up every day and, like, know what my moods are going to be like and, like, just exist in this world that we do with, like, the mood swings that I have, you know? So, like... I just fuck it, bro. Just do whatever. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's an awesome way to live. I mean, uh, honestly, and I wish I could say it and actually live it like that. Because I always say like, oh, I don't I give a shit. But I totally can't. give a shit. Stop giving a shit, bro. I'm trying. Just <laughs> Come on, I'm trying. It just doesn't matter. All you got to do is drop a few tabs of acid. Have a cup of English <laughs> breakfast tea. <laughs> Chill the fuck out with a marble red. I'm telling you, you'll be fine. If I knew it was that easy. See, if I knew it was that easy, I wouldn't have been struggling this long. Um, you, man, it's the cure. What's the last show that you binge watched? I don't know if you're like a TV or a Netflix person or whatever it may be, but what's the oh last show that you binge watched? God, yes. I'm so glad you asked this question. I apologize for yelling, but I'm very excited. <laughs> Well, now I'm super curious. Okay. Fucking Supernatural. What is with people in this show? Everyone no. loves this shut. show. Okay, shut your mouth. Shut your <laughs> mouth, Tyler. <laughs> shut your goddamn mouth. Listen to me. I'm pulling this mic closer. I want you to listen to me right now. Okay? Okay. Look her in the eyes, Tyler. 
<laughs> Look me in the content lines. This show had my family by the chokehold in the not like in the in the early two thousands, right? In a fucking chokehold, and we had like family, you know, before we like stopped keeping up this facade of a happy nuclear family, and like we all all our lives started like kind of disintegrating. Um, we had like this facade of a family, so we would have family movie night every night, and we would sit down and we would watch. An episode we would binge watch essentially episodes, but because it was the early two thousands, you couldn't binge watch. You had to sit, watch one episode, come back the next week, watch another. Yeah. And we did that with Survivor. We did that with Charmed. We did that with any sort of like superhero show, Resident Evil movies. Like that was just our shtick. Every Friday, sat down, watch something. Supernatural is one of them, so it has nostalgia for me. Fuck the nostalgia. Are you kidding me? The constant struggle between good and evil. Two brothers, an evil father, a personified good mother, God playing games with everyone, and eventually it just comes down to, spoil alert, a nail killing Dean? Are you fucking kidding me? It doesn't mean anything. You, wa- I watched 15 seasons. There's like 22 episodes in each season. I, I'm excited Damn. about it because I just finished it recently, like within the last week. So... You know, 15 seasons, about 21 episodes in each season, and I just finished it, and that is, and the end essentially just tells you that nothing really matters. It's, it's, it's a great, it's a great view on religion, too, if you want to get into the spirituality of it, like, all the different religions, it's very, like, in the early episodes, they're a little weird and, like, you know. All early episodes have some weird, like, misogynistic undertones. It's creepy. Um, You know, so you got to get through the first few seasons to really, like, enjoy the characters fully. But that's the last movie I watched. And um, Tyler, shut your mouth. Go watch it. I'm not saying, I'm I'm not disparaging you in any way. I'm just saying this show comes up a lot when you ask people what their favorite shows are. Just really? in general. I used to get, yeah, make this fun of watching the show. Was was it, didn't the show start on the WB and it just kind of went with the CW? Like that's yeah, how long yeah, the show yeah, was yeah. on. It's old. It's old. Like I was watching the graphics in the first season. I was like, "What the fuck is this <laughs> shit?" Like it was like Tomb Raider. Like it was horrible. What, what is this frog in a top hat? Yeah, like, <laughs> it was horrible. So, so that's the last show you binge watch. What's the last movie you watched? Uh, the new Jurassic World, the new fucking Jurassic World, man. How'd you I'm, like it? It was great. You know, it's fucking dinosaurs. I'm telling, it's just the simple things, man. Dinosaurs and motorcycles <laughs> and velo- my favorite animal is a velociraptor. So of course, blue and the velociraptor, the baby velociraptor, so cute. You just can't go wrong with dinosaurs, man. They're, everyone fucking loves them. I'm a yep. huge fan of the Jurassic Park series. It's my top top three top three top three movies like ever the Jurassic as a whole it would have to be like as a whole I'm not gonna count all of them so the Jurassic Park series so that's the last movie I watched um I watched it with my two dogs and a bowl of popcorn and it was it was spectacular nice how nice. are the old people what was that how are the old people in it? I watched it on television no I know how are the old people that what are the characters how are they Oh, you mean like the old, the original? I thought you meant how are the old people in the theater? Like, were they misbehaving? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'd love to know that. Why would the old people be misbehaving? Um, no, uh, the old people. 
Uh, okay, what say was, your question again. How are the old characters? Did they? All the old characters. There we go. Yeah, but you know what? Fuck you. Why would you phrase it like that? <laughs> <laughs> old. No, that, for real, they are. I saw. I um saw Goldblum. I was like, oh my god. Um, no, they were fantastic. I thought, okay, I was count. I lost count of the old nods to the movie, like the 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 parachute hanging in the tree, the car flipping over, the raptor scene, you know, trying to sneak away from. They had so many nods to all the movies that it was just such a great. It was a great way for them to kind of like end their characters, and it, and I don't get like I feel like movies are usually pretty disappointing at the end. You always want something more, but this yeah. was one of the first ones I've watched in a very long time. That at the end, I was like, you know what? Yeah, like it could keep going. You know, T Rex, badass bitch, still alive. You know, um, <laughs> but it can keep going, or it can just it could just end. But it, it it ends great with great character development. They finally, you know, that old guy and the blonde chick finally made out. Like for Jesus Christ's sake! Like we've been waiting, <laughs> we've been waiting for that one. Yep, good for them. You know, so. <laughs> Who knows? So, oh man, now it's weird to ask you this next question. Fuck, man, I don't want to ruin this why, mood. What's why do dinosaurs suck? Like that's the next question. No, no, yeah, right, yeah. Aren't you happy they're extinct? No, no, no. Um, when was the last time you blocked someone, and why? What happened? <laughs> Did they talk shit about Jurassic Park, and you're like, no, sir, no. No, no, shit. Why? Did, okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly why I blocked someone. I'll pull. I'll even pull up the fucking. Just okay. don't name drop. We don't want to get sued by anyone. Oh, I'm not going to name drop, but I just want to pull up the fucking. This is a question we need to ask people more often, Tyler, because people have good I blocked someone because stories. Okay, it probably just. No, this is y'all are going to hear. This is not like. <laughs> Got a handful for it. I'm a bitch. Um, so I have been um, going on different. Like, I've been wanting to go on different dates with people uh strictly because i need to get laid right and the easiest person to do that with is with a straight man now the most unsafe person i could be with is also with a straight man <laughs> so i was very wary of turning my tinder on with men but i was like i could quite easily be laid within 24 hours of turning this on um no offense because you guys have no self-respect um <laughs> and these yeah tyler boys- these boys just be out here. Like they're just out here in, you know, just in the streets with us. And, um, I had a date lined up, like already lined up planned. Like I'm going to pick you up at this time. We're going to go bowling this, that, the other thing. And I think it was, it was three. The date was on Saturday. I texted him on Thursday and I was like, Hey, and I had talked to my therapist. My therapist was like, look, we made a rule that you're not going to hang out with straight men because, you know, you feel unsafe and you need to make some boundaries, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, got it. And I texted him and I was like, hey, I'm super, super anxious. Like I haven't dated since that for two years, you know, for two years I've been single. I had a girlfriend, you know, two and like two and a half years ago, but for two years I've been single and I haven't dated. I haven't had a situationship. I haven't had anything. And I had made this date out of just pure loneliness. And I texted him and I was like, I'm really, really anxious. I haven't dated in two years. Um, I have to cancel this date. I'm so, so sorry. I didn't want to ghost you. Bye. And then I blocked him. So I didn't have to deal with the consequences of my own actions. 
well, that's not horrible. Wow. That's a that's big move. Like uh, to block someone after that, like that's a bit excessive. Admit yeah. it, it's a bit excessive. But like that's what I do. Like when I don't want to talk to someone, like this is not. I will block anyone. Like I yeah. do not care. Like if you irritate me in the slightest amount, like that's at least definitely on social media. Like I block people just for like sending me a stupid picture. Like I curate my social media so when I go on there, it's not a bunch of shitty shit that I don't want to see. You know. So I mean, like, but I, good though. Yeah, like I, I don't want you. I don't want to consume <laughs> shit, so I'm gonna fucking block you, or I'm gonna, you know, like see. I want to see more of this. Like I'm on TikTok literally 23 hours a day, you know. So like I'm always gonna like and dislike and like not interested in block. Like, but when people text me and try to ruin this like peacefulness and not chill and not like vibe with me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna block you because I don't want to hear from you ever. Okay, well. T- Team TNA is a million percent on your side with this one. We don't think you're. I, 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 Tyler, say something. You're my hero. Like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but that actually leads into my. It, it actually goes perfectly into my next question. Um, and there's a follow up to it. So, in in either order, uh, what do you wish men were better at? Slash, what do you wish women were better at? <laughs> Let me take. And this could be anything. Let me take a sip of my chocolate milk. There you go. What do I want men to be better at? Jesus Christ. Um, I think, okay, see, I would give some smart-ass answer and say everything because it is very close to everything. But I think the most umbrella and smartest answer that I could give for this question is I want men to be better at understanding this is, you're going to fucking, I don't care. I want men to be understood better at understanding the patriarchy, right? Because okay. you could say, I want men to be better at not catcalling, or I want men to be better at not murdering us. You know, I would like men to be better at communicating. I would like men to get me flowers more. Uh, I would like them to be better at understanding the patriarchy because if yeah. you understand that the patriarchy hurts you because you are also being judged you also have body dysmorphia you also are having these emotions but yours uh go towards anger because of all your testosterone you know like when you understand that about you you know you can understand it about women a little deeper than just like ah it's bad if i say i like her tits because they don't like their tits being talked about like it's a bigger issue that is also hurting you so if men need to get better at anything they need to start looking into what the patriarchy is and what it really means for men and for women. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's brilliant. I mean, that's awareness. You're right. A hundred percent. Yeah. So fix your, hundred percent. you guys are good, but tell your friends to fix their shit. <laughs> well, well at the next meeting, it'll come up. I promise. Um, <laughs> same question about women though. So Which women, is, what do you wish women were better at? I, you know, this is a difficult one. Because I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're perfect. I know. And we smell nice and look good. And no, our hair is nice. We're, no. <laughs> we're far, far from perfect. But I think. Do you want me to text you some notes? No, don't. <laughs> don't text me any more notes. I, th- I wish we were better at communicating. 
Like, I'm quite good at communicating. Like, when I want something, I say I want it. When I don't want something, I say I don't want it. I've lately seen... I, I don't... I've Because I've lately jumped back into the dating pool. Ding dong, if there's any single ladies out there. Uh, hey! Hey! Uh, message me on Instagram. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. I'm lonely. Um, no, for real. Um... What we're talking about? What was I saying? I was what, what, are, what should women be better at? Pretty ladies, um, communicating. It's because I've seen things like you know on Instagram. Once now that I've been in the dating pool, you know people. Who was it just recently? One of my friends was like, I went on a date or something. I was like, how did that start? Or like, how did you guys? How did you and this guy hang out? She's like, well, he liked my picture and then I liked his picture, and then he messaged me and then I messaged him, and I was like, what the fuck did you just say? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> what is going on here and like that's a new form of communication not just for women but it tends to be like the most i've heard talked about like in my friend groups they're like well what does he mean and what is this and what is that like and i feel like you know as a i don't want to generalize us as a gender because that would be silly but like i feel like communicating we're so i don't know i feel like we're so we don't want to hurt people's feelings but we don't but we're also like kind of smashed under the patriarchy of not being able to speak our true feelings and the fear of, you know, being made to feel stupid or literally being beaten to death. Um, you know, so communication, I think, I think men need to learn the patriarchy and women need to learn how to communicate. That's, that's my hot take. Please don't fucking cancel me. I don't got, I don't got all the buttons in the world to block all you bitches. <laughs> um, <laughs> This is a scary question to ask you because I, I've done things like this to Tyler and he just locks up. I did this to one of our recent guests and they just locked up. Like badly? Um, like are you about to make me cry, bro? I, I hope not. Let's see where this goes. I got tissues here. I'm not fucking joking. Let's do it. Um, when I ask you, what's the best thing you've ever eaten? What immediately comes to mind? Oh, Jesus Christ. We lost her. That's it, Tyler. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, shit. Okay. I got a vanilla ice cream out of my grandma's freezer in 1995 in California, Lancaster, in the middle of the desert. As soon as the desert air hit my face, walking outside with that big spoonful of vanilla ice cream with that little bit of freezer burnt taste from grandma's fridge. Never forget. Never forget. There you go. That was that detail. That was, dude, she's living the moment. Never forget, man. It was like I was there. I still remember so, it. I remember how that fucking ice cream tastes. I still buy it to this day. I think it was uh I think it I think it was Briars, but it was all it was all it was all vanilla. There were so many vanilla beans. Oh, I remember it. I was there, man. I remember that like <laughs> it was yesterday. That's wow. You you shocked me because I know you're a foodie. I know you're a foodie. Like Tyler's our resident movie guy, and I ask him every now and then, I'm like, Tyler, what's the best movie you've ever seen? And he just he just goes away. He just walks away. Wait, what's your favorite movie, Tyler? Oh shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we don't point. have that kind of time. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll go with Shawshank Redemption because that seems to be the default usually. No, I've never seen it. Oh, oh my, my god! god. <laughs> I can't wait to tell you my favorite movie. Okay, go on, go on. Wait, what's, what's your, your favorite, favorite movie? movie? My favorite movie is uh, Girl Interrupted. Nice. Yeah. Eric, have you seen well, that? I've one? never seen that one. I just watched oh. it two days ago. I made it was four dollars but i had to watch it because it's so good as a classic 90s movie. eric classic. watch that one i will i will i was gonna say it was either that or 13 but it had to be girl interrupted because angelina jolie agree anyway. I'll, I'll check it out i've never seen i've heard of it i've never seen it um 
what philosophy or motto do you live by? It is what it is, bro. I love it. With the bro at the end, too. That's perfect. Yeah, nothing else. It is. I've been through so it. It is what it is, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so because because you're an advocate, and I know this would be super important to you to touch, at least touch on this while we have you here. And a lot of people are listening, and they're like, oh, my God, it's fucking Rachel Midori. So what is the best way to support friends, family, or people that are in mental distress, just people that are upset or just going through it? Like, what's the best way to actually support someone like that? Bro, if you have someone in your life that's going through it, I think the best thing is to just like sincerely let them know that you're there, right? So, I mean, that take that depends on your relationship, right? Like when I'm depressed, like if someone came over, you know, with like a bag of food and a movie they wanted to watch on Netflix, like that that can like that can that can keep someone from killing themselves. You know what I mean? Like so like yeah. You can be there in that like really, really kind of like close way if you are that close with someone, right? I would do that for my best friend. I would do that for my sister. You know, I would do that for my own father, you know, anything like that. Anyone struggling, you know, if they were going through even anything silly, you know, those who don't struggle. Um, yeah, that's what I would. That's how I mean, that's really all you could do, right? I could sit here and say, Oh, you know, you could take them to this facility or you could get them checked out here, which I'm saying go to therapy. I'm saying don't just run to the mental hospital. I'm saying go to therapy. Everybody should be in therapy. Tyler, Eric, both in therapy. Yeah. Crickets. Crickets. (laughs) Therapy. Every, Every single person should be in therapy, whether you had a fucked up childhood or not. But the main thing is to let them know you're there, right? When I was really struggling this past, like, I don't know, not like, august but july i was in the mental hospital you know so like that was when it kind of reached its peak for like six months i was not doing so hot i was not okay and if someone had just maybe like come over and like don't shut up you know you guys are in cali you don't count in this conversation but you know if anybody had just kind of been like oh shit she disappeared we should do something you know i may have not ended up in the hospital but i'm not blaming my friends i don't really have that many but i'm not blaming my friends i'm not blaming my family i'm not blaming anyone um because a bunch of people would text me and be like i'm here i'm here i'm here i'm here and i'm like got it but for a lot of people like texts aren't gonna do anything like you gotta show up for people you know if you know one of your friends is down or if you know they're like a little too manic like show up for them like be there for them like the biggest thing for me is loneliness so any way that you can make someone feel not alone is i feel like the first step to getting them to hopefully seek help and kind of look into themselves and what's going on i appreciate that and you probably you probably and i don't want to get too big but you probably just saved someone's life saying that sentence I fucking hope so. If I have ever saved a life or a life will ever be saved, um, that's that's pretty dope. You know, that's all we want, yeah. right? Yeah. What yeah. else can we do? Um, we're we're almost wrapping it up. We're we're at an hour. We're over an hour in, and and we're so happy that you gave us this hour of your time. I want to know who is or who are your heroes, other than me and Tyler, of course. My heroes. I would have to say, see, I want to give you one person. How many people do you want? One person? Like my fucking hero? It could be as many as you want. I'm just curious. 
Okay. I have a, I have a very, I have like a serious one and I have like a, like a people could probably relate to it more one. Like Batman. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, but like not because it's a true, you know, like it's a real fucking, it's a real come up story. Okay. Um, so my real one, real, real one is my baby sister. Um, so she is, she just turned 19. She's going to Rucker, Rutgers, shout out fucking Jersey Rutgers, um, and Rutgers College. And uh, she's a sophomore and she's just so, she's pushed so hard, like through such a difficult family. And like, I understand, you know, she's the youngest and like, she kind of, has had to watch everything happen to all of us. And she really pushed through. She's the first one to go to a four-year college out of all of us, you know, to get a formal education. Um, And she just keeps pushing through. She has a group of friends. Like, it's just real, like, it's just really wild to see someone live such, what seems to be such a happy, normal life. And I do, like, I check in as most as I can because sometimes I'm like, yo, this bitch cannot be this, like, happy, you know? So... (laughs) It's not right, especially not coming from our family, you know, and she, you know, we talk and we're close and obviously her life isn't perfect, but she's such a huge hero to me because she just, she's just really fucking awesome. And I think to be that fucking awesome, that's all you need to be a hero. You don't need all this crazy shit, you know, she's fucking awesome. And she came from somewhere very difficult. So she's a fucking, and she keeps me going, you know, so she's my fucking hero. I like that um okay and, and, then, and who's your batman fucking cardi b bro <laughs> ah, a stripper <laughs> dancer from new york city and she's where she's at now i'm sorry shut the fuck up shut the fuck up that's it that's all i think like as a former dancer and like that was a really impactful job that i did for a long time and like it really did impact my life and the way I have these beautiful relationships with like the women in my life and um the way like we're all kind of able to speak to each other and really respect each other's boundaries you know I learned a lot from that job I learned a lot of fucked up shit from that job a lot of fucked up shit happened to me at that job you know so it was this huge just kind of hammer life lesson at like 18 19 years old and to know that someone else had gone through that and had become as successful as she did and I know there's dark roads and there's, well, she did this and they did this and I did this, you know, unless, you know, it's like straight bigotry, you know, homophobia, homophobia, racism, xenophobia, you know, all that bullshit. Okay. You got a couple licks. Not my fucking problem. You make banging music. That's it. She's my fucking yeah. hero. My fucking <laughs> well- hero. We'll take it. We'll take it. Um, this is a question super, super out of left field. But on episode 103, we had um, Ashley Lana from Lella by the Fear podcast on. And it really it really got our uh, our horror uh, 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 vibe going. And I wanted to ask you, like, are you into scary movies at all? So I'm not. I didn't used to be into scary movies. Um, but then uh, my doctor gave me clonazepam for my anxiety. So now scary movies don't make me have panic attacks. So I actually have been quite interested in them lately. I've been watching The Devil Lives in Ohio, which is like a series. Um, it's a little creepy, um, but it's not like jump scary. But I just saw a TikTok that said I should be watching. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called The Barbarian. Um, 
something like that but it's uh it's supposed to be a really scary movie he said it was the scariest movie of the year i'll probably try and find that tiktok um who said that uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay calm down tyler <laughs> Tyler wants names. Tyler wants to fight right now. Uh, he said it was gonna be. He said it was the scariest movie of the year. I don't know. Uh, I'll have to find that TikTok and send it to you guys. But I really want to watch it because I really am. I'm like starting to get into it. I love horror video games, but horror movies are not really. I'm trying to get into. So what I want to ask you and Tyler, I'm gonna start asking everyone that we have on here. And Rachel, of course, you're gonna be our first. Bro, yes. What's the last movie you saw that scared the fuck out of you? Oh shit. The last Like movie. you saw it and you're like, I'm not sleeping tonight. Like paranormal fuck activity, this. Paranormal activity. Paranormal, paranormal activity. activity. Paranormal activity. I don't care. I hate, I hate when these fucking people, these little people come around and they're like ghosts aren't real. You know, paranormal activity is not scary. Blah 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 blah. I nearly pissed myself. I it was the most terrifying. <laughs> I didn't sleep for months. I'm not joking you i'm not exaggerating i had to leave my full light on i could not sleep i was like i was up for hour my full light everything on the whole apartment whole apartment whole because of paranormal activity all right whole house yeah whole house lit up no lights could be off it was it was horrible i couldn't i couldn't sleep it just oh my god i still to this day <laughs> i cannot watch those fucking Thing. they don't even look i could watch the first one and it still looks real to me there is no effect recognizable difference at all it just all looks terrifying it all looks real and it absolutely i don't even believe in like that ha being a real thing and it's still i cannot sleep after i watch one fuck Jeez. That first one does have an uncanny ability to scare the shit out of you. I don't know yeah, what it is. That for, oh my god. Yeah. It's gut-wrenching. Like, gut-wrenching. Derek, I think we've talked about the first one on here before. Like, that we, shit we got me have. too in theaters. Yeah. Wow. In theaters, wow. I was, in theaters, I was fucking terrified. And I was kind oh of embarrassed. Oh my god. It was so fucking scary. All those scenes on the bed. What was scary was the suspense. I'm like, bro, if this fucking... If someone doesn't do something on this camera right now, I'm gonna lose it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, why am I just staring at the bed right now? And then, like, I'm seeing things next to my bed, and I'm like, I'm like, this is... <laughs> This is not yeah. a seeing shit now. When I'm those so glad footprints, I asked this question. When those footprints started walking in the talcum powder. Oh my god! Like, Alright, we gotta go. Let's pack this <laughs> shit up. Time to go. We're out. You know, I would have been fucking in the front seat, throwing the passenger side open. Jump in, bitch. Like, we're going right now. <laughs> this is, yeah, this question is coming back to everyone we have on right now. Rachel, you just sealed the deal on that. Um, there's two questions I ask, uh, the final two questions. I probably should have prepped you on this one, but I'm curious to see where it goes. Um, if you were guaranteed the right answer to any question, what would you ask? Oh, fuck. Guaranteed the right answer to any question? Anything, anything. They'll tell you the, the time and day you're going to die. Anything you want. Winning lottery numbers. Winning lottery numbers. Winning lottery numbers. Winning is the lottery numbers. Ha hands fucking down. You know, I'm not going to ask some stupid shit like how to be happy and like, yeah. you know, like, where's, you know, my dad's love for me. We don't fucking know where any of that is, you know? <laughs> I need to get paid. My shit's already, you know, I'm figuring my shit out. I'm tumbling along here, you know, rolling along with some bruises, you know, some broken bones here and there. But fuck it. I want some money. I'm asking for there the winning lottery numbers. 
I love it. I love it. You're the first, I think you're the first person to say that, but I, I love that. Yeah. Um, and then the final question that we ask everyone, Tyler, was there anything else you wanted to ask? All right. I know I threw a million questions here, Tyler. Was there anything? No, no, no we're good. Perfect. So the final question that we ask, and we'll answer along with you, but you get to go first and then Tyler, and then I'll finish it up. Um, what's your song of the day? Oh, yes. I'm so excited that you asked me this. It's such a good fucking song. Hold on. Let me just make sure I don't say it incorrectly. People love how I make my playlists. Okay. So the song is Flex by Piff Marty. Piff Marty. P-I-F-F. And next name is M-A-R-T-I. And the song is called Flex. Flex. Okay. We'll check that one out. Tyler, what about you? What's your song of the day? You want what? <laughs> we just hear a piece. Did we just hear a piece of the song briefly? Oh, you want to, you want to hear a piece of it? Uh, I don't know if we can have it on for that long. I don't want to get the episode pulled on oh, it, but we'll definitely it. check it out. Yeah, check it out. It's really good. We'll definitely check it out. Tyler, what about you? What's your song of the day? Go with a '60s classic today. Let's go with "Tell Him" by the Exciters. Oh, nice. nice. Mine is gonna be um, "Damn Your Eyes" by Alex Clare. Okay. Um, Rachel, how do people find and follow you online, on Instagram, on TikTok, on MySpace, on AOL, Instant Messenger? How do they find you? Oh, my MySpace. God. If you, I know. I Look, I've tried to make MySpaces before. I'm, I'm even embarrassed enough to say I found like a MySpace lookalike site, and I started playing with it to make it look like a MySpace because I was so bored. Um, I love MySpace. Anyway, they can anybody can follow me. All my social media is at Rachel Midori. So Twitter, Instagram, my TikTok. No one's allowed to see. If you can find my TikTok, good luck. You know, if you can find it, if you search my name, have a good time. Um, but I don't tell anyone my TikTok. If you find it, you will find all my lip syncing videos. But I'm not fucking telling any of you bitches what it is. <laughs> all my other social Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Rachel Midori. Then my website is www.rachelmidori.com. Uh, and I think, Perfect. I think that's it, guys. That's me, you know? You feel me? You were amazing. Promise you'll come back, though, yeah? Of course I'll come back. Absolutely. Yeah, Perfect. Wraps Perfect. it up for this episode, but you're coming back. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Back. Doesn't matter what time zone I'm in, I'm coming back. The, we'll take you up on that. Watch us wake you up at 3 a.m. in Spain. Totally yeah. fine. <laughs> um, just real quick, episode 106, Tyler. We're going to have Tony Dow and Paul Sorvino on with us. And um, oh, you got two of them in this time. Nice. I just wanted to squeeze that in there real quick. But everyone, this was this was episode uh, one oh five with Rachel Midori. Find her, follow her, fall in love with her like we do, and uh, yeah, check her out.